Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I am Dale Lally. He is the Matt Williamson. It is hour number two of The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio, and it is time for the Fantasy Football Focus. And since there's such a big game tonight, Matt, yeah, that I fun. know Steeler fans will be paying close, close attention to. I would hope so. Uh, we're going to go ahead and pick a DFS, single-game DFS lineup here with Captain's Chair okay. for tonight's game to give you a little extra juice to watch here. I know some people have heard us do this before, but this is a little unusual for us. Yeah. You don't have to have a defense, a kicker, a quarter. Right. You could do any position you want. Any position. Flexes, right? You do have to pick a captain. Your mm-hmm. captain costs more money. He's one and a half times the cost, but he gets one and a half times the points. Yeah, he's like the red, white, and blue ball in the yeah. Uh, three-point contest or whatever. Yeah. So, looking at the captain's chair for this game, Chase is the most expensive at sixteen five. I guess we think he's healthy and yeah. going to get featured. And okay, Lamar is number two at sixteen two. I'm sure, Burrow's next. Burrow is fifteen thousand. Joe Mixon is fourteen four. Uh, Mark Andrews is thirteen two. It's not bad, but it doesn't doesn't help that he's a tight end. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't, doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. Doesn't yeah. matter. Uh, Zay Flowers is an eleven four. The Gus Bus is 10-5. Tyler Boyd is 10-2. Uh, Jake Brown. And then they get a bunch of backup quarterbacks. I don't care about Which those. Which is weird, yeah. Uh, Keaton Mitchell is 8,400. I'm intrigued with him. Justin Tucker is 8,100. Wow. You said that's a lot for a kicker. Yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, Odell Beckham is 7,800. Rashad Bateman is 7,200. The Ravens defense, 6,900. Trenton Irwin, 6,600. Uh, McPherson is six thousand. The Bengals defense is fifty four hundred. Then you're looking at Irv Smith at forty five hundred. Justice Hill at forty two hundred. Tanner Hudson is thirty nine hundred. Okay. Um, I mean, there is an art to going cheap here. Yeah. If you hit, because then you can maybe get both quarterbacks mm-hmm. and some star players in the lineup. Um, what do you feel? Who's going to have a big? You want to try to put the guy who's going to have the biggest game? Yeah. In that captain's chair. Typically, I try to make it not the quarterback because they're so expensive. So what if we reverse engineer this thing? Unless you have a different idea because I'm all ears. I, I don't have a good feel for building this lineup as I don't start hate, this segment. I don't hate Boyd Okay, because he's going to work in, out of the slot as he typically does, sure, which means no he's going to see a lot of Arthur Millette. Yeah, or Hamilton. Or Hamilton. Yep. Either way. They, they have two different nickel yeah. packages, actually. Either way, I Either don't way, mind he's that. fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't mind Keaton Mitchell. That's more, of a, with him. that's more of a dart throw. You're hoping he busts along. If he busts along when you're, we're, gold, you're we're golden. dancing, yeah. And I don't mind throwing Trent Irwin in there because he's going to be on the field. Like He plays 75% of the snaps yeah. when Higgins has been out. And I think he had six or eight targets or something like that. He's been like productive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, maybe it's two catches for 34 yards. But we're not paying much for him. Yeah. if you're not, But I don't know that I want that in the captain's chair. That might be a cheap pay down option. Mm-hmm. When uh, I was saying reverse engineer it, my thought was, and you're more experienced in these than I am. I don't know if it's even feasible. If we put Burrow and Lamar 
in our flexes. In the flexes, okay. You so, know, as starters. So, <clears throat> so let's go through those prices. Because they're going to be... They're cheaper, obviously. Yeah, but they're expensive. Expensive, because <laughs> you get you get $50,000 to spend here on these players, on these six players that you got to put in the lineup. Okay. So you can average $8,300. Uh, so Chase is 11000 Okay. Lamar is ten eight. It shocks me that the wide receiver is still number one, because it's not like you have to play a wide receiver. No. So, you know... Yeah, Burrow is ten thousand, but anybody over ten thousand is like they're really trying to. They're, yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't get all three of those guys in your lineup unless you're playing a bunch of and that's it. guys who weren't yeah. the scrubs who weren't playing. Mixon is ninety six hundred. I'm not a believer there. Mark Andrews is eighty eight hundred. Intrigued. Yeah, just over budget. Uh, Zay Flowers seventy six hundred. He hasn't done anything in a couple of weeks. I actually Bateman's the, the, the receiver I'm most interested yeah. in. Uh, Gus Edwards is seven thousand. He's okay. fun. I don't I don't mind that's that either. That, yeah. Tyler Boyd is 6,800. Bengals' run defense has been bad. It's been awful. Uh, Keaton Mitchell is 50. Do you want to put Gus in the big dog chair? We could. I don't mind that. Lamar's not been vulturing touchdowns. He is not. Let's put Gus in the big dog chair at home. Okay, so Gus and Gus and that would be a 10-5. I don't love the player, but I like the situation. Yeah, he won't catch any passes, but he might fall no. into the end zone twice in this game. He might. And I'm not even saying we shouldn't take Mitchell later either. Oh, yeah. yeah you, just, you just get the— I don't want Mixon. Just get the entire bank, uh, Ravens running game because mm-hmm. they're going to run like crazy. Uh, so if we do that, that's 10-5. Okay. That's a good so starting that, off it gives point. us 7900 to spend. So let's go look at the cheap options here, who we like under budget to see— So you put we, Gus in the big dog chair, right? Yeah. Bus, the, Gus is in the captain's chair. Okay. So you can go Tanner Hudson at 3900 I was thinking, what if we put Hudson and Bateman in as flexes? Hudson at 3900 I know they're both going to be— under budget. Oh wait, that's a that still is a so uh, Hudson as just a regular player is where does he go here? I'm missing. Him. He's only twenty six hundred. I say he has to be cheap. Twenty six hundred. He got five catches for like twenty four yards the last game. Yeah, right. He's gonna be on the field. They're a lot. using they, him. They, the they last live in eleven games, personnel, yeah. and he's gonna be the eleven. Yeah. I mean, um, Trenton Irwin is forty four hundred. That I don't trust. Okay, I think that we're getting a little too. Bateman is forty eight hundred. I like Bateman a lot. He's playing much more than Odell. Okay, so that leaves us then three spots remaining. Andrews has got to be one of those. Mm. That still gets us under budget right now. We got thirty-two-one to spend. So we could get Lamar. I say, what if we got Lamar and Burrow? We get Lamar. We get Burrow. We have eleven-three to spend. We could actually afford Chase doing it that wow. way. But I still like Andrews better. What if? I mean, I still I like Chase. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna fight you on Andrews. But what if we put Edwards as a flex and Andrews as the big dog? Okay, let me. Does see. that fit? Let me see if that. Yeah, because I, I think Andrews. You said since he's terrible against tight ends. Thirty first, right? yeah, yeah, they're just awful. And Andrews has owned them over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, that leaves us eighty six hundred then to spend on a flex spot. Does that get us Gus? That or gets or... us Zay Flowers, Gus Edwards at seven thousand. Okay. So that would be then a lineup of we and, got a lot to spend though. Still, Andrew, right? we get sixteen hundred left over here, so it, we could even pay up from Tanner Hudson. If That's we, what I was thinking. Maybe one of those guys we move up on. Maybe he turns into that Mitchell gets us forty two hundred. That would get us McPherson. So yeah, we have the Bengals steady. kickers. That's, I like get, the kicker. In you're going to get this points. Exercise. Yeah, that would get you the Bengals defense. Okay, I I don't like playing Lamar and the defense. No, you know, I don't, no. I think the best the best guy there would then be would be putting McPherson in. 
I like putting a kicker in because it gives you a floor. Yeah, he's going to get. He's probably going to have two field goals or yeah, yeah an extra point eight or to two. ten, yeah, eight yeah, points yeah, yeah. or whatever. Minimum. Yeah, this could be a field goal fest. And that too. leaves us with just two hundred dollars left over. And, and we've what's used, our lineup? Andrews is our king dog. Right? Andrews is the is the captain mm-hmm. at thirteen two. Then we got McPherson at four thousand, Rashad Bateman at forty eight hundred, mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow at ten eight and ten thousand, and Gus Edwards at seven thousand. I like it. Pretty strong. I mean, unless both quarterbacks have crap at, crappy days, I mean. You're going to get points. You're going to get points out of a kicker and two. And it's, it's a it's little l- Raven-centric, but that's all right. Yeah, we got two Bengals in there. Yeah, one's a kicker, we, though. McPherson and Burrow. Offense. Yeah. If we think they're going to score points and no, maybe not, bog down in the red zone, I mean, that's not a bad thing. They're favored by four at home. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Line it up. All right. We are locked and loaded. Now you're right about Andrew's. History and matchup and all that stuff. Short week. Go with you. I just wonder if that's going to be a little chalky, it. but yeah, that's all right. Be. Might be. We shall see. Anyway, let's get to the uh, bulk of what we usually do here on Thursdays and take a look around the league here at who's in and who's out. Uh, Dalton Schultz upgraded to a full participant today for the Texans. They're in good shape. Looks like Nico's coming back too. And yeah, yeah, they're they're humming. Playing the Cardinals, uh, you know. Oh, fire them all up. Yeah, Schultz is 14 catches for 201 yards and two touchdowns in his last two games. Mm. I mean, he's just yeah, a monster. He has been. Uh, Hayden Hurst, however, well, he has a concussion. He did not practice again today. Yeah, avoid that offense anyways. Garrett Wilson with an elbow hmm. uh, was limited in Thursday's practice. Okay, well, keep an eye on He'd it. He nicked that up in the game, if yeah, you remember they I were do. looking at that. That offense is so broken. He's never going to score this year again. No, his target share is super high, though. They've, well, they got like six touchdowns. I don't know the number. It's very, like, very low. If you took the Brees Hall long runs, the, two, the couple of long yeah. runs and catches that he's had out of the equation. It's brutal. They don't score. I mean, they were last <laughs> in the O-line ranks the other day, which I didn't think they should be last, but they're 30th or worse. Pretty bad, yeah. And, I mean, no O-line, no quarterback. Makes it tough. Uh, the Bengals activated Charlie Jones from injured reserve. Not a fantasy factor. Yeah, I don't think um, so. Tommy DeVito upgraded to a full participant in Thursday's He's starting, practice. He's starting again. Here we go. Dealing with a shoulder injury. Avoid all the Giants. Oh, God. Brutal. Uh, Traylon Burks with a, con- a concussion did not practice on Thursday for the Titans. That doesn't look good. No. His whole career's been like that. Yeah. Uh, Donald Parham was back for the Chargers, uh, but... Gerald Everett did not practice on Thursday. I think there's an Everett issue, and if, they're looking for pass catchers. If Parham is the only tight end there. And he's super cheap in DFS. Kind of a sneaky play. He is, yeah. Because I think touchdowns. there was one other game this year where Everett didn't play, and Parham had like two touchdown catches. Yeah, I mean, if, and Keenan Allen's fighting something, I think, too. Yeah. They're looking for pass catchers in a big way. Yeah, he uh, returned to practice today, but he's got a shoulder injury. That's yeah. what happens when you catch 18 balls. <laughs> right. <laughs> Where's he out? Over the middle, yeah. Uh, Bryce Young was added to the Panthers injury report with a thigh injury on oh, Thursday. They're horrendous. Yeah. Who's their backup? Dalton. Dalton. Andy Dalton. Mm-hmm. It would make them a better team, but maybe that's yeah. not exactly what they want. Well, they're no. not the first-round pick anyway. Yeah, it doesn't matter yeah. for them. Uh, Deontay Foreman uh, returned. He was limited in Thursday's practice for the Bears. Good player. It's just a messy yeah. situation. Just, Khalil Herbert yeah. uh, was upgraded to a full participant. Oh, so he's back on, on Thursday. Okay. Well, well, he's be. not back he yet, but be, the, yeah. yeah, you would expect that would happen. Uh, Justin Jefferson with the hamstring practiced on Ready Thursday. Vikes went five in a row. Yeah. Uh, Jair Alexander returned to practice on Thursday with that shoulder injury, so that's play? good. Uh, they, Lions, maybe? I think it's divisional. They're game. playing the Chargers. Chargers, okay. Yeah. Okay. 
They need him against the Chargers. No, they need him, yeah. They yeah. need him bad. Uh, Antonio Gibson with that toe injury did not practice again on Thursday. Okay. Brian, Brian Robinson, Robinson against the Giants. Against the Giants, right. He's going to get Especially a lot of Especially if he's going to start catching more passes, which they've started to work that Yeah, they in. dump it into it. They dump it to him. Yeah. Uh, the Eagles finally placed N'Kobe Dean on injured reserve with that foot injury. Okay. Yeah. It's been several weeks. Yeah, say, hasn't that been a long time? Yeah. Uh, Robert Woods practiced in full on Thursday, which is noteworthy. Now, yeah. Well, Noah Brown with, with the Brown knee did something. not practice. Okay. And so he, you're back to where you were before. And I think Nico is back. Yeah, Nico's Schultz back. Is okay. So all you those really people pay attention to that offense. Yeah, the the Noah Brown they're playing the Cardinals this week. Oh, it's gold. Uh, Woods then moves back into the Noah Brown role. We should pay attention to that for DFS. Collins rolls into the his, his old, old role. role. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and Schultz and, and Schultz is back, yeah. Going along too, right? Absolutely. Good for Stroud. Uh, Damian Pierce with an ankle did not practice again on Thursday. Doesn't look like he's going to play. No, they don't seem to be very fond of him either. Yeah. Uh, Chase Claypool with the knee did not practice on Thursday. He is not fantasy relevant. No. Enjoy that while you watch Joey Porter Jr. go out there and run around this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but he played a game or two for Miami. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Hyatt expected to practice today. He's got a concussion, so that's... He's done some good things. It's just you can't worry about him at all in that offense. Uh, Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy said he would like to get Rico Dowdell or Dowdle, Dowdle, yeah. Dowdle more touches, but he is fine with the current touch distribution. Pollard's the change of pace guy. Is yeah. you read into that. I mean, Dowdle should be in every league, don't you think? Yeah, but here's the thing. I don't love starting What was him, the, but... the number one issue that Aaron Jones owners had when Mike McCarthy was the head coach of the Packers and their play caller, was he would just abandon the run game? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and the way Dak's playing and Lamb and Ferguson, he will. Oh, he just wants to throw the football. He's, I don't know. Is he? He's from Pittsburgh, but okay. he doesn't act like a Pittsburgher. No, he doesn't. It's all about the throwing. Throw the ball all over the yard. And even if they're playing the Giants and they're up by thirty, they don't slow down on it necessarily. No, they don't grind you into a pulp ever because they can't. They or don't have he, a grinder, or he, or he chooses not to. Yeah, they, they don't have a grinder. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike Evans with the quad practiced on Thursday. Good. Yeah. Keep him in the lineup. He's great. Uh, the Seahawks uh, designated right tackle Abraham Lucas to return from injured reserve. They need him. They need him. That's yeah. good for their Lines running game. Little... Uh, but Tyler Lockett did not practice Wednesday. Mm. He's got wow. a hamstring. Okay. Well, keep us. JSN is kind of attractive. Yeah, right? we're into some of these Wednesday ones for the West Coast. Oh, guys. right, right. Okay. Uh, I knew that then. That's Imari DiMarcado. Uh, That's the name I was, was looking for yesterday. I was yeah. on the tip of my tongue and didn't come off my tongue. Yeah. Um, Christian Watson was limited yesterday. They picked yesterday. up Michael Carter, right? Yeah, they picked up yeah, Michael okay. Carter. So we're that's all, we're already into the uh, late Months Wednesday stuff. Yeah, so. Um, oh, I got the uh, – no, it's still Wednesday. Okay. This site goofy. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so, yeah, there's some – Big names out there that are yeah. nicked up this week. Well, more importantly, I think there's some big names returning. Oh, you know, there it is. DeMarcado was limited in Thursday's practice okay, as so well. Okay, we do so. a little bit Thursday night. Yeah. And, and say, the, the returners, though, are Jefferson, a Chan, oh, Fields. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like you're not even seeing a Chan news on here. Because, no, he's playing. Yeah, yeah he's playing this week. You know what I mean? Like, there's some dudes, you know, not necessarily super fantasy relevant, but guys that were drafted in your fantasy. Yeah, league, if you were sitting back, on these right? guys for a while on IR, you're very happy. Mm-hmm. You know, Kyler last week. I mean, so, dude. It's fun now that IR doesn't ruin that's a season. That's the best thing that's happened uh, in football. I, I, I never understood that when I was a kid. I was like, 
back when I cared about baseball, I'm like, they had a 14 day DL and you know 60 day DL. Like, what, why? Did they didn't want to... what they didn't want, especially in those shorter seasons, the 14 game mm-hmm. seasons. It's, it started back then. They didn't want teams just hiding guys late in the year with yeah. a now or whatever. Oh, he's he's hurt. We're gonna put him on IR. Pick up somebody else. Pick up somebody on. else. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that part, but how it is now is much better. Especially for fantasy. I mean, for, yeah. for both. Really. Oh, without a doubt. And and if your fantasy league doesn't have an IR spot for these guys who are actually on IR, mm-hmm. it really needs to. I know. My, all or my multiple. dynasty leagues do. Like, if somebody's actually on IR. But that's how it has to work. It, it has to work that the, way. The software doesn't let you do it. Yeah. And, but, and what's cool about it is you, if someone's on your IR and the team takes them off IR, you can't submit a lineup. Absolutely, which is the way it has to be right. because I mean, that's just all league rules. Stuff. One of the things that happened in COVID, when this was happening, and, mm-hmm. and like the league that we play in together, we instituted an IR rule at that point because yeah. you didn't know hey, if 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 somebody gets you know called you know, they're out with COVID on a Saturday, you got to be able to make a roster move to, to get a quarterback. Yeah. I think it came out of the Broncos game like oh this you can't not have a quarterback, mm-hmm. so we instituted that, and then there were guys who never activated guys off like. Well, I looked at one guy's lineup. He has four guys on injured reserve. Mm-hmm. They're all active. Yeah, they all should have to come off. Yeah, you, you, you got to come four, off. Yeah, yeah, four guys. Yeah. So yeah, and the software we use on dynasty leagues. The first thing I do when I go to my team the next week is who's IR relevant and who can come off, and then I submit my lineup. Then I go searching for free agents I want, you know, and just you know monitor my roster that yeah. way. But if you if you let the guys hang there, you can't submit a lineup. Well, the other thing that I do all the time. I do this two or three times a week. Is I check the league waiver moves, see who, mm-hmm. see who's because you never know who's you know who got cut. There's the there's the you always have to look at a, a Wednesday morning after your Tuesday waivers to see yeah, to yeah, see yeah. who got cut free. Got cut. But then you also have to check it like Friday Saturday. Yeah, and even Sunday morning you might want to take a look at it because you never know if somebody's trying to sneak somebody through waivers. Mm-hmm. To, Oh, I got to cut this guy. I'm going to wait and do it until Sunday morning, and I'll just pick him up again next week. So another thing that, that my main league has, and I, I've probably told the story a while back, but we get $100 of fab. Yeah. I spent 82 of it on a champ, <laughs> which is the most ever in league history we've been doing this since college. So I don't know much to spend the rest of the year. So if I want to pick up a kicker or whatever, you can't do it without the week without submitting fab money. You yeah. Know, you could do a buck or whatever. But Sunday morning, you can do it for free. Yeah. So I make a lot of moves Sunday morning. Like, I, I put in for – last night, Ravers ran. I put in for Ty Chandler. I didn't get him. But I got Deshaun Watson sitting on my bench. I might as well cut him Sunday for $0 for anybody. Anybody. For yeah. anybody. Anybody a who's defense. actually I mean, got a, a pulse. Right. Yeah, anybody. So Yeah, that, don't don't hold on to guys who are out for the season. No. Unless no, you're no, in right. a keeper league and that's he's one well, of your that's keepers. Different, that's right. different. That's but, different. But, right, he's going to go. I thought he might go last night. But I'm not going to lose $1 fab to cut him. I'm going to yeah. wait till Sunday morning. At this and, point in the season, you're much better off taking a shot on a guy like Rico Dowdle, who's a, oh, a, yeah, a clear yeah. handcuff. Like that's why I wanted to get Chandler. Like this week, I pick. I've got. I've got Austin Eckelar. I mm-hmm. picked up. I picked up Josh Kelly just to have him. Right. I'm not. I'm not. I'm never going to play him unless something happens to Eckelar, and I probably even then might not play him. But I don't want to have Eckelar in the year. Yeah. Yeah. And then Back not and have his off, handcuff, and yeah. you know somebody else picks him up, and then he's playing against me in the playoffs and mm-hmm. goes off. Or, like, in this situation, you don't have enough fab money to get him right. when Eckler goes down this week, and then, oh, man, yeah. you know, I should have had him. So, uh, start collecting those handcuffs now mm-hmm. uh, to get ready for the stretch run. Especially if you've got star running backs. So if you yeah. got, you got, you know, 
I don't know. There, that not like there are a bunch of, but you like you for example have McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. You should have his backup. Yeah, maybe even both of them. Yeah, you know Mitchell and what's his face. Yeah, because you know you're you're invested in that offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so especially if you have spots. Yeah, I mean yeah. And if you got you got to start looking at your roster now and go, I'm never going to play that guy. Right. Like I. There, there's no reason for me to have that sixth wide receiver on my right. We're almost through the buys now. Mm-hmm. Those guys are never going to play for you. Don't Especially let, wide out. Yeah. Or, like, he'd have to go up three You shouldn't have three quarterbacks on your roster at this point. Not anymore, right. Or, or multiple defenses or multiple kickers. No. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. No, no, there's no reason for that. But running backs? Again, grab you, somebody. This, you know, just to sh- take a shot. If you have ATN... Even though he hasn't done anything, Tank Tank Bigsby should be on your roster. Yeah, I almost brought him up one second ago because I drafted him everywhere, and he's horrible. Yeah, I mean, it, but one injury away from a workhorse back, even if he's not good at football, you're going to start him. Yeah, and you're going to play him. You're going to be happy to have him at least. That's how a guy like you know Deontay Foreman kind of emerged exactly. a couple of years ago. Like, exactly. oh, he's he's the backup. Oh, there's a million and, of them every year. And then somebody gets hurt, and next thing you know, he's getting run, and he's getting you know 18 carries a game, and mm-hmm. he's worth something. Yeah, stash the extra back right now. Yeah. Because those guys are going to start going down. Absolutely. Go down. Absolutely. We're going to get to another break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this. Steeler fans, you can gear up with the latest sideline apparel, hats or jerseys of your favorite players, authentic memorabilia, custom items, and exclusives you can only find directly from the team at one of the official Steelers Pro Shops. They're located at Acrisure Stadium, Grove City Premium Outlets, or Tanger Outlets, or visit online at shop.steelers.com. And Matt, it is time for your favorite oh time God. on the show. Tearing it up. Let's check out Yin's Chats. Fans, you can do this. Check out Yin's Chats regular season challenge. Each week, answer Steelers trivia and make game day picks for a chance to win. Sign helmets, jerseys, or footballs, or even a trip to the 2024 NFL Draft, which is in Detroit. Uh, log into the Steelers mobile app now and play for a chance at this week's prize, which is a mini signed helmet by Jalen Warren. Nice. And today's question, TJ Watt or Jason Gilden? Most sacks in a Steelers game against Cleveland. I'm going Watt. He has a great track record against them. Great, 16 uh, sacks against them. In nine in his, games, I think. Yeah, something uh, like that. I have it handy. I think it is nine it's games. Right in yeah. that neighborhood, yeah. They're, they're, maybe it's ten, it might be 11 games because they're in like 9-1-1 one, and one when, when, Watt, he plays. when he plays. Yeah. They it's just well destroy them. Sack a game. Yeah. It's like sack and a half a game. But I don't remember him having a five-sack one. Maybe Gilden did, but I'm going to go with, with TJ on that. You could pair that... And Miles, we both, you know, Miles Garrett's a very good football player. Of course. But his record against the Steelers, not nearly as good. No. And I think some Steeler fans underestimate Garrett because they only watch him against the Steelers. Yeah, because you know I mean? he doesn't do much against them. He doesn't do them. that much against the Steelers, right. I think there's a lot of people out there going, how on earth does the whole world think Garrett and Watt are similar players or comparable players? If you only watch Brown Steelers, you wouldn't think that. He's played 11 games against the Steelers as well, as has Watt, mm-hmm. against the Browns. He has seven sacks in all those 11 games, very, which, very which yeah, most players, would you take right, that? Right, right, right. It's tremendous. But his record is 3-7-1 and one mm-hmm. 
in those games, whereas Watt is 9-1-1 one, and one nine, one, and one. in the games that he plays against the Browns. In 16, he has twice as many sacks, more than twice as many sacks as Garrett in the same number of games. They were the same number of games, okay, yeah. I mean, their production against each other, which of course they don't line up against each other, is night and day. And Garrett's is great. Watt's is uncanny. Yeah, they just don't, they, they just refuse to let Garrett take over a game against mm-hmm. them. No, it makes total sense in the world. Um, do you know this off the top of your head? How does, I know Watt's numbers against the Browns are better than the Bengals and Ravens. Yeah. But are they comparable? Does, does he have high sack numbers against the whole division? Yeah. Compared to yeah, I mean, normal he, opponents, or is it just the Browns? He owns the division. It's, I thought it's, so. That's why it, I was It's pretty crazy, there. actually, if you start looking at his splits um, and how much he has dominated all three of those teams and really, really put up production again. And it's not like those teams all stink. No, of course not. Uh, and but against they the, know him as well as he knows them. In 11 games against the Bengals, he has nine sacks. Really, really good. Which is outstanding. Yeah, it's amazing, yeah. In the 11 games against the Browns, he has 16 sacks. And that's off the charts. And then in the 13 games against the Ravens, he has 14 sacks. Wow. So the division, he's over a sack a game if you add them all up. More importantly, when T.J. Watt plays and the Steelers play the Ravens, mm-hmm. they're nine and four. Wow, nine and four. What'd you say with the Browns there too? It's even better. When it's, like- it's nine one and one against the Browns and it's eight and three against the Bengals. Wow, like when he actually plays and they play His one of these teams, they beat them. Bonkers. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, what's he have like six seventeen and seven. That's seven twenty six, eight and one. When T.J. Wow. Watt when plays he, a division game, twenty six eight and one, and I think a couple of those did he leave early on any of them? Or? I can't tell you I, that. Yeah, Look, yeah. I mean, I, I don't remember any. But twenty six eight and one. That's insane. Yeah, I mean, like that's better if, than Ben's record against the AFC yeah, North. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if you combine all four rosters, is there any other player that's played at least six games or ten games with a better winning percentage? I would get. I mean, can't. I can't be. Can't I mean, be like Jamar Chase, Burrow, no. Lamar. You know, I mean, they're probably not a Brown. So in those there, 24, you know. 35 games against the AFC North teams, mm-hmm. TJ Watt has twenty three, thirty nine sacks. Wow, <laughs> that's insane. That's insane. Last time I checked, he's playing this weekend. And he's lining up. <laughs> Suit him up. I saw him at practice today. He's still walking around. Yeah, he's ready to roll. I mean, can it be that simple? I mean, this, all the Watt splits are pretty bonkers. Uh, I mean, we are very familiar with last year with and without Watt. I mean, all the defensive stuff. I mean, and I'm sure if you don't even focus on sacks, forced fumbles, pass deflections, fumble recoveries, he has, a, I mean, touchdowns. <laughs> I mean. it's it's They're all insane. They're all off the charts. And he has four forced fumbles and a fumble recovery. Against the Ravens. Oh, I thought you were going to say against all four teams combined. No, that's, that's just against the Ravens. <laughs> wow, okay. In 13, in 13, like if, if this were his season. Like we should do this <laughs> next week after this game. Then I'll put it in Matt's stats or whatever. Yeah. Like, this is TJ's average game against the division. He has one and a half sacks, a forced fumble, <laughs> half a touchdown, you know. So in so th- th- yeah, go 13, 13 career games against the Ravens, he has 14 sacks. He has 46 solo tackles and 60 or 14 assists, so 60 tackles, 17 tackles for a loss. Uh, yeah, I didn't think of TFLs. <laughs> 29 quarterback hits. Hits. <laughs> 
five. His pa- hit numbers are even better than the sack numbers. Five pass defenses and four forced fumbles, one fumble recovery. Wow, that would be a nice so season. Scored yet that would be a them, really excellent yeah. season for most players. That's unreal. In eleven games against the Bengals, he has nine sacks, thirty solo tackles, twelve assists, eleven tackles for a loss, fourteen quarterback hits, wow. two interceptions. <laughs> Don't forget about those. Yeah. Six pass defenses, three forced fumbles, and a fumble recovery. <laughs> the pass defenses, I mean, batting things down at the line of scrimmage, I would say. You know, pass defense, you could be in coverage and Joey Porter it, or yeah. you could TJ Watt it and slap it down. He has you know, in, in, in he has 16 of those in his 35 games in the, in the AFC, or 34 games 16 in the AFC. 16 pass, pass defenses. defenses. Wow. <laughs> probably one or two are in coverage. Yeah. Most are probably at the line of scrimmage. Most are at the line of scrimmage. And against the Browns in 11 games. What was what was I'm sorry Bengals forced fumbles and fumble recovery. Uh, he has uh, three forced fumbles against the the Brown or Ravens or Bengals I should say and one fumble recovery. So in those Jeez. against the against the Ravens and Bengals he has seven forced fumbles in his career <laughs> in 24 games. In 24 games more than one every three games. Forced fumbles don't happen that often. No, uh, and then against the Browns, he's even better. He has. 42 solo, this is in 11 games, 42 solo tackles, 17 assists for 59 combined tackles, 19 tackles for a loss, no. <laughs> almost two per game, Holy 28 quarterback hits in 11 That's games. <laughs> that might be the most impressive number yet. Uh, he has an interception. He has five pass defenses, no fumble forced, but he does have, do, then. He does have two fumble recoveries and a touchdown. And he doesn't ever lose against them. And he never loses. <laughs> and, and, yeah, Nine, one, and one. Yeah, his, his his record against the division is bonkers, especially the Browns. Wow, no, I didn't I, know it was that strong. I mean, it's 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 insane. That's insane. That's insane. That's like Mahomes versus the West stuff. Like never lost to the Broncos till this year. And so, yeah, you know things that are just unheard of. And these again, that's, that's these are not these are not right. bad teams. No. It's not Brady versus the lowly Jets, yeah. you know, when they're at their lowest and things like that. And and to have that kind of record with that guy on the field against these teams mm-hmm. is insane. And I would think overall teams don't even throw in the division as much. I mean, they're yeah, it's more of a runner. They, they, games they run and things more. like that too, right? Yeah, that's nuts. Like wow. I'm, I'm just looking here. You I know. wonder if there's any defensive player that can rival that. <sighs> I mean, I'm, I'm not even talking like now, like. I bet Lawrence Taylor put some numbers. Put up some numbers Washington up, Washington yeah. and Philly and Dallas. Yeah, but like, who in history have dominated their like linebackers would be hard, but like have way better numbers against division than average. You know what I mean? But that's how you know people ask how the Steelers are always at the top. That's how. Mm-hmm. That's why you know if he it, does that every game he plays against the division, you're at least going to be in the game. And these are the these are the teams that know him best. Exactly. Exactly. It makes me think he knows them best too, and he knows yeah, them yeah, best. Right, right. But you look at but that. You'd rather know the pass rush. I mean, let's let's like just the Steelers know Garrett well. Let's just measure Garrett's numbers against okay. the other the AFC Ravens. North teams. I think he kills one of the two. He kills the Bengals. Bengals, okay. Against the Ravens, he's played twelve games. He has eight and a half sacks. That's really good. That's good. Yeah, it's really good. He yeah. has thirty com- uh, combined tackles, eight tackles for a loss, mm-hmm. fifteen quarterback hits. Uh, I say great. eight and a half sacks. That's great. Uh, two fumble recoveries, uh, one forced fumble. And What's his record? Uh, five and seven. Mm, okay. Good numbers, but not great. Win not loss. great. Against the Bengals, 
the Browns are eight and two. Wow. They always beat the Bengals yeah, in yeah, Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so in ten games, he has twelve sacks. He has twenty-seven total tackles. He has ten tackles for a loss. Uh, twenty-five quarterback hits. That's his best number there. Yeah, not sadly. Twenty-five quarterback hits in ten games. Uh, two forced fumbles uh, and no fumble recoveries. It's not like, as dominant as I thought it was going to be, though. I mean, considering it's pretty success, good. It's really, really. good. I mean, the if, quarterback that were, hits, if we hadn't just gone through know, the watch yeah. stats, we'd be going, "Whoa, those are really good." That's how we should have started yeah. the show. Is, <laughs> look at what Garrett's done against the division. Now, look what this guy's done against the division. Against the Steelers, he has started. He has played eleven games. He has seven sacks. He has thirty-four total tackles, eight uh, eight tackles for a loss, sixteen quarterback hits. Three forced fumbles, no recoveries. Also very good. Also very good. Any DN would take that stat line against But a three, seven, and one record. Yeah. He has a losing record against AFC North teams. You must, yeah, because he's pretty bad, actually, against Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Yeah, five combined against the Steelers and Ravens, eight, 14, and one. Eight, 14, and one. Okay. I mean, they were a bad team when he came to the league. So he actually he actually has a winning record overall because they have eight, they're eight and two against the, the Bengals. What's that? They're eight and two against the Bengals in his career. Oh, okay. So they're sixteen, fourteen, and or sixteen, sixteen, and one. So it's even five hundred. But okay, so he has eight wins against the Steelers and Ravens combined, and he has eight wins for the against the Bengals. Oh, okay, I gotcha. Okay, yeah. and you got to remember, he was the first pick in the draft, so he went to a terrible team. But I mean, th- those are dominant numbers by Garrett. Yeah, but they're not close to Watts in his. What's that? What is that? 20, 27 career games. In, how's he only played 27? He's been injured more than you think. Watts actually played more games than 22, him. I was shocked to do that research this week. Yeah, 22. He's but played, he's played 30, 33 career games against mm-hmm. AFC North. He has seven. He's suspended for a little while. He was injured yeah. for a little while. 23. He has 31 and a half sacks in 33 game so not, okay. again that's good awesome. numbers that's awesome yeah yeah if you're close to a sack a game but watts well over a sack well a game sack against game. his afc right. north opponents i mean any pass rusher in the league would say i'll take 16 sack season yeah i mean that's absolutely just under a sack a game you know absolutely wow so impressive stuff yeah i mean i i, I wonder if bosa is against the nfc west or parsons against the nfc east or crosby or, parsons know. hasn't gotten NFC enough he doesn't have enough games under his belt to, right, right, to, right. to measure up into that category mm-hmm. even years. bosa was after he came in yeah. after those two guys oh, so yeah, he's, yeah, he's a little bit after, younger i think yeah. two years after i mean nobody uh, maybe if you looked up some von miller stats against the against mm-hmm. the west uh, you probably have to day. do like lawrence taylor Derek thomas it's, you know that kind of stuff right? yeah to really get a beat on that because i'm sure there are some pass rushers that just own their competition yeah i mean but this isn't just owning a certain team mm-hmm. this is doing against every team in yeah. a division like i'm wondering like how did Harrison stack up? Kevin Green, even just Steelers, you know? Yeah. I mean, none of them are going to touch Watt, but were they better against the division than they were? Well, I know, I know for Harrison, sure was, Harrison, Harrison was better against the Ravens. I mean, he had, yeah. I mean, he had a, a ten, a, a ten tackle, five sack game, or three sack, whatever, three and a half sack game against the Ravens. He just that was against Ogden too. Right? Yeah. I mean, like a lot of his stretch was yeah. against Ogden, yeah, and Joe Thomas. Yeah. I'm mean, thinking about and who was Whitworth. <laughs> I mean, there's like three Hall of Fame guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he went against some tackles. But uh, I just, uh, it, it can't be as simple as, well, TJ's what playing, so the Steelers are going to win this weekend. It but, can't be, but the evidence is pretty strong. I mean, their record with him, even in the last, you know, the games that he has played oh. in the last two years, yeah, right, right. is ridiculous. Right. When he's becoming 
an upper echelon elite player, when he's out there, they win a high percentage of his games. I mean, it's like 15 and 5 over the last two years. Is it? And to be honest, 16 and 5, maybe. When he returned 16 from injury last year, he was not the same. Yeah. You know, like you have to include those, but that, that was kind of a shell of him when he came back last year. Yeah. He, was, he came back early. So, I mean, and, and these are, again, these are the teams that know him best. Oh, yeah. These are the teams that absolutely understand how he can wreck a game, mm-hmm. and yet he still wrecks games. Yeah. And he always comes from the quarterback's right side. I mean, you know where he's coming from, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. Wow. So. No, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, we're going to get to another break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back to finish up the show right after this. Welcome back. I am Dale Lolly. He is the Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, before we uh, end the show today, I thought we'd just give a little more preview of uh, tonight's tonight's game. Mm, okay, yeah. We'll talk about what it's a uh, great one. It really is. Uh, the 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 problem that I have handicapping this game or looking at this game and just figuring out who's which team is going to win. A, it's in Baltimore. Yeah, which injuries, is tough. Short week. Both teams have injuries, key injuries. Mm-hmm. The Bengals have really struggled stopping the run this year. Really stopped the run, yeah. yeah. And it's not not like Reader and Hill are bad players. It's just, I don't know what the issue is. I haven't studied them enough, but... The, I, sum, I, of the sum of the parts is not the... It's not, even, it's not adding up, whatever that saying is, yeah. Cause they are 28th in average rush EPA allowed. It's bad. I mean, so it's. I mean, it's not like well, they've got a lead, or or teams are just sticking with it. No, they just no, they're right, bad. Right. No, it's not like Bengals are up by thirty in the fourth quarter yeah. and just playing nickel and. Or team, you know, early in the right. season when they were losing some of these games and and you know, oh, they're getting mm-hmm. beat badly and teams just kept running. No, they're, no they're, they're just bad. They're just getting moved off the ball and not playing the run well. Who would you pick to win? I think the spread's four, and I'll gladly take points. I'll, I mean, I'll, just, you all, I think you all, would always take points in an yeah. AFC North game because they're it's always a massive trend right yeah. now. Yeah, um, I, I don't expect Baltimore this to wins though. Cincinnati needs the game more. They do. They do. I hate though ever picking a road Thursday team. I think it's such a disadvantage. <laughs> it's tough. It oh, really it certainly is. is. In a nasty environment. It certainly is. I, I trust Burrow to no end, like Labs was saying though. I mean, yeah. they need it, and that guy is legit clutch. I would definitely take the points straight up. I don't know. If you look at Baltimore's defense, mm-hmm. they're second in pass EPA allowed. Okay. They're fifth in rush EPA allowed. Um, but I don't no, think since he's going to run the ball, well. but no Marlon Humphrey. No, it's big. That's that's big. that's huge to me. Like, but no Higgins. But in years past, they would have just taken okay Humphrey. You got. Jamar. Jamar a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, they may not travel with him, but no, right, right. But try to match that up. As but Humphrey would go to the slot, and their situation. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so he, they, they, he would get matched up on him a lot. He would. That's not going to happen in this one. No, it's not. I mean, their other corners. Are I mean, okay. yeah, Chase I'm, could have a big day. I, mean, no I, I like Chase that. against Rocky Sin, and mm-hmm. you know those guys, right? If you get a match, yeah. yeah. No, I hear you. Um, I don't think, but I think Baltimore runs the ball much better tonight. Than Cincinnati. Does. Yeah, I also think the Ravens' pass rush, which again they don't have a they don't have a dude, not a dude, but they bring it. They they they, they confuse you enough. Mm-hmm. They'll bring they'll they'll start with eight guys at the line of scrimmage. Four are coming. You just have to figure out which yeah. four. I mean, even if they don't have a dude, I give the Ravens' pass rush the edge over the pass protection for Cincy. Yeah, you know, I mean, Matabuke is having a really good. He year. is. He is. He's if they, if they have a dude, it's him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, but he's it's an interior pass rusher. 
It is. It is. But what they do by putting those eight guys at the line of scrimmage, it keeps you from doubling him. Oh, yeah. I mean, he gets a lot of one-on-ones against guards and wins. Yeah. And Clowney's having a really good year, and Van Noy's having a good year. They're getting a lot out of guys that have been kind of retreads, too. I bet you agree. I adore Lamar, but the quarterback advantage is Cincy. Without a doubt. Yeah. Without I mean, a doubt. He's a special dude. Yeah. that yeah. That's what gives me pause I know. to just pick the Ravens because that guy is, could go out there and have a— you In know, a game they have to have. Yeah. He's pretty high on my list of quarterbacks I would— sign up to get a a game that I have to have, uh, you know, that I've seen the last 10 years. Well, it comes back then, you know, if if you're a Steeler fan, who do you want to win this game? I think you want Baltimore to win. That doesn't mean you're, like, conceding the division. But I think if you can get rid of the Bengals, which is pretty close to getting rid of the Bengals. Cutting the head off the Hydra is big. Yeah. Like, multiple times here. This, This is like... They've, the head has been cut off four times mm-hmm. off the Hydra. Okay. A fifth time, they might sprout more heads, but they're not going to be nearly as dangerous. Well, they'll still be dangerous coming forward, and you still do have to play the Bengals twice. I they like, would be in, in – this is – you know, I was thinking about this. Because their run defense is so bad, I don't think they sweep the Steelers this year. No, I'm not sure they do either. It, this this Steeler always... team right now, running the football the way that they are mm-hmm. – We'll run all over Cincinnati. So I was going to say something counterintuitive to that, though, is just because of the nature of Steeler Ravens games, I would always give. I would this year, in a bubble, give the Steelers a better chance to beat Baltimore than Cincy. Well, they've already done that once. Yeah, but I mean, I'm talking about like first round of the playoffs, or yeah. for the need this game for the division title, or something like. No, that. No, I I don't know that I would fear if I'm the Steelers going into Baltimore. Right. You've beaten them five out of the last six, last six times you played them. Exactly. That's why I'd love to see Cincy disappear. Yeah. Because I think they could win the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah, I know. They're a much more yeah. dangerous team. Yeah. I mean, and on if they their get, best day. If they get things AFC figured out and, game, you know, and you get yeah. to, you get to play them next week. I mean, if they happen to knock off Kansas City or get on a roll, I'd yeah. love to see them go away. And, frankly, the Browns aren't mathematically in that shape, but if DTR looks terrible and they lose the Steelers – I don't know if they're a contender anymore or, you know, dangerous anymore. Yeah. You know, if you get rid of those two Ohio teams more or less, battle it out. Make it down. We've seen the the two-game AFC or two-team AFC North battles Mm -hmm. many, many times over the years. Who knows? Maybe Lamar doesn't finish the season or something, you know. It's just the, the, the point being there's just a lot of football remaining here. There is. I mean, to say either one of those teams is buried would be crazy, but... If Cincinnati they're, loses, they're in deep trouble. They're in deep trouble. I mean, that's yeah. just math. That doesn't matter how well they're playing or how good their quarterback they're in the, is. They're basically in the same situation back. Buffalo's in. Oh, exactly. They're like the identical, except yeah. their division's harder. Like, yeah. Buffalo, I think, could still win their division. If Cincy loses, I don't they think can't, they can They win the can't North. win the division. Right. right the right, only right. way that they could win the division it would be to sweep the Steelers and then finish in a tie for the division lead with the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Would be the only way that they could win because they would have gotten swept by both Cleveland. Yeah, and see, I think that's the advantage the Bills have. No, over. they haven't played Cleveland a second time. No, they haven't. See, I think that's the advantage. But they'd the be zero and three in the division, right? Which is brutal. Yeah. I mean, so the Bills, though, I still could think could catch Miami. They could still sweep Miami because they, they won Miami. the first matchup. They could win, win out almost. I mean, I don't think they will, but yeah, they could. Just you know, get ahead of Miami. It, it's just if such Cincy a tough. Loses, I don't know if they can. It's get such a tough thing to to climb over all three teams all three. like that. There's too many t- tiebreakers, or you know, right. And, and you basically have to win your final seven games, right? 
I've seen schedule's too hard. Yeah, I've seen that happen. I mean, I you yeah, know, I, I I covered that 2005 Steelers team mm-hmm. that you know, they're 7 and 5 and and out of the playoff picture and then rattle off five straight wins. Yeah. And then three more in the playoffs to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like I don't think anybody expected the Vikings to win their last five without Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson. But to win nine in a row like that in yep. the NFL is really difficult really to do. Difficult. I mean, I, I, again, they wouldn't be buried, but the Bengals would be deep in a grave right now. Yeah, they'd have one foot in, and yep. and that's that's what I want. I want okay. them to go away. That's what Matt Williamson the, wants. I just think they're the scariest team in the division. If you can knock off Michael Myers. I'll take my chances with Chucky, you know, <laughs> <laughs> or whoever is next up, you know. You can get rid of the biggest dog. Oh, well, there you go. That there's There you that's have it. So have. that's what Matt wants. We'll see if that comes to fruition tonight. Uh, but obviously Matt a game that – loses his mind. I'm over, oh. over here, go Ravens. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he just can't bring himself to it. I love it. So I don't really care about any other stuff. I'm, I can't root for the Ravens. He can't root for a hardball. Right, that's right. what it comes down I to. I get it. Anyways, that's going to do it for our show today. So we'd like to thank our uh, special guest, Bob Labriola, who stopped by, as he does every Thursday. Yeah, uh, we'd like to thank uh, Justin Miller for keeping us on the air. For my partner, Matt Williamson, I'm Dale Lolly, and we'd like to thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.